Hello and welcome to the 1 106th of a second photography podcast. In this episode I'm going to talk about gear that I love and I'm going to start this series by talking about the Fuji X100. Now this is a camera that I used to have that I've sold because while I really like the camera I didn't have much use for it and I'll talk about why I didn't have that much use for it a little later on. So let's talk about the camera. It was released in 2010 and it was the first iteration I had. So I had the Fuji X100, the first one. I think we're now up to the fourth iteration and they've gone X100, X100S, X100T, X100F and actually I think the next iteration will still be the X100F because it's gone on second, third, fourth and I guess fifth would be F as well so the next one might be an F Mark 1 or Mark 2 who knows. It was a 12 megapixel camera it had a fixed 23mm f2.0 lens which gave it a 35mm focal length in full frame terms. Its ISO ran from 200 to 6400 and that was expandable both ways from 100 to 12800. It shot raw and you could do raw and JPEG or one or the other. Now what made the camera stand out and why did I like it? Well it was really Fuji's first sort of foray into the premium compact market with, with fixed lens cameras so they're still doing the X100, they've done the X70 which I have and again we'll talk about why I moved to that later and they've got some other really nice premium cameras so it was just a nice premium camera it was small it was lightweight the styling was nice but not the reason I bought it it had really nice tactile controls you turn dials at the top and that controls exposure compensation and shutter speed and on the lens you can control the aperture by moving the aperture dial it had DSLR like controls and abilities and it can match DSLRs in terms of image quality which was very good and the control you could have over the image it did video but it, it wasn't great at video but by no means it wasn't the worst I've ever seen or used other things I liked about it was it had auto ISO and it had a really useful feature with auto ISO because you could set the minimum shutter speed so the shutter speed wouldn't go below a minimum but the ISO would would raise and you could do that in things like aperture priority mode and that was really really useful and you could set a max as well that it didn't go above it had really good image quality it had really good colors as well you could take raw images and you could develop them in camera to be JPEGs had a silent mode it had a leaf shutter which meant you could have really high speed flash syncing normally with a DSLR when you're using flash you've got a you've got a top shutter speed that you cannot go over but I could shoot at sort of shutter speeds of two thousandth of a second with the F100X and the, the reason being it had a leaf shutter which was much better. No dust is going to get into your X100F either because you can't detach the lens it's all one fixed thing had a built-in ND filter which was extremely useful because you could be outside and you could shoot wide open at f2 without having to lower your shutter speed too much if you wanted to so that was just a nice thing to have of course you can put an ND filter on the front of the lens but having a built-in one is really really useful and goes with the ethos of traveling light it's, you don't need to bring another thing the only thing I ever fitted to the camera was a better strap and I fitted a lens hood and, and I would never fit anything else to the camera I just pick it up and take it out and that's what was nice about it I could pick it up I could take it out I could change the settings really easily by feel almost and I could just take good pictures had a macro mode which was quite useful but incredibly slow to focus but then hopefully for macro things aren't going to escape you so you could put it really close to the subjects and you could take images you could get really close focus in macro mode it was a really fast lens and I think I just left it in f2.8 to get the really sharpest images like I said with the really good auto ISO feature 
I could not really have to think about my shutter speed and my other things because I know it wouldn't drop below a minimum. I could quickly change settings as well and I could look at the images I'd taken in the EVF which is not that useful but on a really bright sunny day it's actually quite helpful to be able to just look in the EVF at the images you've taken. You see it had a hybrid EVF. It was a rangefinder. You looked through the viewfinder and what you saw matched up with what was in the image. So what you framed up matched up with what was taken even though they were offset it was a rangefinder. You could have it with um, things displaying like your exposure values, your shutter speed, a few other things and some framing and you could use the EVF so you could switch it to just be purely digital and you're not seeing anything through an optical viewfinder. So it, it had its uses and a switch on the front just switched you from one to the other. You could also get wide angle and telephoto adapters which I think I've got both for. You could screw them on the front so I would take the lens hood off and take this ring off and then they screwed in and what was really good was they didn't change the image quality you didn't get any fringing it didn't affect autofocus or aperture it just did some enhancing it just made the shot wider or more telephoto so you could put the telephoto one on and that gave you a 50 millimeter field of view you put the wide angle on and it gave you a 28 millimeter field of view now i got the telephoto one for the fuji x100 and when I got the X70, I got the wide angle, but you can use them on both. Now the newer models of the telephoto have a little magnet in that tells the camera that you fitted the telephoto or the wide angle converter. Because what you had to do was when you fitted it, you had to go into the menu and just say, I fitted it and it adjusted the picture in camera. With the newer ones, it automatically senses that and does the detecting and the adjusting. Now what I didn't like was the menu system was overly complicated and changing anything in the menu system wasn't clear and it took ages. The macro modes had a really silly thing where you had to press macro mode once I think and then once again. Now I'm doing this from memory because I sold the camera because I didn't find a use for it but I'll talk more about that later. The macro AF focusing was incredibly slow and in fact the AF focusing was incredibly slow and I think that's really what was the downfall of the camera for me. Manual focusing was also a pain and the flash system for Fuji wasn't really very good so I couldn't use it particularly well with flashes. Yes, there were flashes. Yes, I could use flash in non-TTL mode. It, it wasn't very good. I didn't really use the in-camera JPEG processing either. The photography I do really is street photography and family photography where we go out as a family and I take my camera and get some nice images of the family just doing things. I've got young children. They move incredibly fast. That meant that because the, the focusing wasn't good, I, I could... I could only really get them in focus if they stood still using the autofocus. The manual focus was a pain and, and didn't really work very well and was fiddly. So it meant you couldn't really zone focus for street photography particularly easy. I know people do use the camera that way, but I found it too fiddly. And of course, I, I do portrait um, work as well. But it's really too wide for portrait work. And, and even with the tele, tele lens on, it's, it's not quite, it's not telephoto enough. So it didn't really fit in. It didn't fit, speaking of fitting it, it didn't fit into my pocket because it was just slightly too big. I had ended up buying different cameras. So for a carry around camera, I was using the RX100, which did fit into my pocket, which was more compact, which did have better video, which had uh, a zoom lens and other things. And once I got that, I didn't use the X100 much at all, really. And then it came to a point where I was quite keen to go back to that fixed lens but with I wanted snappier autofocus, I wanted something smaller and I looked at the X70 and 
I found a good deal for the X70 used and I sold my X100 which was a bit more premium than the X70 and I effectively got the X70 for a, a, a couple of quid more based on what I sold my X100 for. So selling my X100 meant I got I just traded up and got the X70. Now the X70 is much smaller, it's snappier for autofocus and generally it suits me better. So I can still put the telephoto and the wide adapters on because they still fit and it gives me a really wide angle or with telephoto it gives me about a 40 millimeter field of view which is fine now what i like about the x70 is it does better video it's got a mic input which and i've used that and it's got a flip up screen so i can get low angles i, I can do things like selfies and i can get incredibly quick focus and it's more portable so Sometimes I'll go out with the X70 and the RX100 because it covers all the bases really and I can just fit them in my pockets. While I did enjoy, well, in fact I really enjoyed using the X100, it just didn't fit in with what I did and then because it didn't fit in with what I did, it, it didn't get used and because it didn't get used, well, I didn't see the point of having it so I traded up. I did rent the X100F. Now the X100s are premium cameras and the X100F I think it was about a thousand pounds when I rented the X100F and that was good and that had excellent low light ability and that was just nice and it was quicker but I still preferred the X70. I still found the X70 a really reactionary camera. You see something, you can take a picture, done. The X100, you sort of, got, even the X100F, you've got to put a bit more thought into it. You've got to compose, it slows you down, which again didn't really fit with my style. So who is the X100 for and should you get one? Well, the X100 really is for someone who is quite serious about photography, wants a lightweight, single lens camera, something that they throw on and they go out with, and, and they, when they're out, they've got the time to take the images. They're not rushing anywhere. It's not for a professional use where you have to nail the shot each time. It's a fun camera and it's premium. Would I recommend the X100? Yes, I would, because at the price you can buy it for now, you get a good camera, does good images, yeah, it's it's a good camera. It's a solid camera. It's a well-built camera. When I sold my camera, I got a few people asking me about, oh, is it in this batch number? Because apparently there's there were some faults that I was completely unaware of. Mine didn't fall into the batch number that had a fault. And I can't really remember what the fault was, but I kept getting asked about this fault. Does it ha was Is it these ones? Because these ones got, you know, Fuji will repair it or something. But mine didn't do that. So I would say this is someone who is looking for maybe a smaller camera than a DSLR, but doesn't want to sacrifice the image quality, the fantastic sort of out of focus look you can get, and doesn't want to sacrifice manual controls because you do get very nice tactile controls. So I hope with this series to occasionally just talk about a camera that I've used a lot. It does seem a shame to start with a camera that I've actually sold, but while I had sold it, I still had very fond memories of this X100 and I sort of sold it a bit bit with regret because I sometimes wish I could go back to it but the X70 was a fantastic upgrade for me and really for, for me was just more suitable and I'm glad I've made that they don't make the X70 anymore so I've got to take real good care of it I don't even know if they fix it if a problem if it has a problem but let me know what you think don't forget you can check me out on Twitter and if you want to support the show and get yourself a few bonuses you can via Patreon at patreon.com 160 SPP thank you goodbye